Good morning and welcome back, podcast EGS family, for another great installment of Every Given Sunday. I'm Joe Jennings here with Michael Tilly, Brandon Harewood. How y'all doing this Friday morning? It's dark. It's a dark, dark Friday. Had a rough one last night. Yeah, how was you guys Thursday night? Yeah, Steelers was Patriots. Steelers minus five and a half, apparently. And we go out there and lose two straight weeks against uh, a team with two wins, so... I'm sad. Um, we might be out of playoff contention at this point, unless we just win out or something. So, <sighs> yeah, we suck. Yeah, I don't know what. Then, there's nothing else to say. Well, I'm not here to pick on anyone, but I had a good Thursday night. But all <laughs> I'm saying is, as always, man, thank you guys for tuning in. We're gonna hop into our week. 14 preview for you guys. Uh, we're going to start off with the news and injury reports as always. Puka Nakua, wide receiver of the Los Angeles Rams, has been limited in practice. I mean, it's something to monitor, but I'm sure he's going to go against the Ravens. I highly doubt he's not going to go unless it's threatening at this point. But I don't know the specifics of the injury unless one of y'all have it right in front of you. Uh, it says he has a shoulder injury, Um, AC joint sprain. Um, actually, he practiced in full Thursday, so that's good to see. So he should he should play. Um, just a tough matchup against Baltimore, though. Bro, did you guys see McVay's quote after Puka got hit? Yeah, he, he, he couldn't said, breathe I, or he something. Said, I thought he, he said I thought he was dead, and then he came <laughs> back to life. <laughs> I he said him, Puka. Bro. Yeah, Puka said after he couldn't breathe because. I forgot what happened. I think he had a rib injury as well. And then he said he said yeah. his shoulder felt like it was out of place. But he had a great game last week. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, just monitor if you are a Puka owner, but if he if he's playing, you're I highly doubt you're not playing him, to make it simple, if he is playing. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, um, status is to be determined uh for this week coming up. What are you guys, I guess, initial thoughts if he's not playing? I'm leaning more towards him not playing. Yeah, yeah, he I, could I, not I think it's swollen. The ankle's probably I was swollen. Right I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about, like, why couldn't you get your franchise QB a cart, man? Like, if you saw True. the clips, <laughs> if you saw the clips, they ran, like, four plays, and they showed him still, like, walking to the locker room. Yeah, I don't think he'll play. Um so my guess would be a heavy dose of ETN. Their backups capable though. Their backups won games before. If anybody knows who yeah. their backup is, waiver wire pickup of the week. Yeah, CJ Beathard. He went nine for ten last game. Um, sixty three passing yards. Over forty nine. Uh, right. Yeah. Do you guys? Um, I know Christian Kirk also got hurt as well. I don't know his status, but does this? How you guys feel about Ridley? Um, I'll get it. I know. I get in a really in the letter segment. I mean, yeah, okay, I'd, but I get if really you have a spot, I'd stash Zay Jones. True, because if you look last year at Zay Jones when he him and or when him and Kirk were together, <laughs> he had some games that were really good. Uh, yeah, I know I said don't stash too many people, but if you if you do have a spot and you need a receiver potentially, you don't know who could be the one getting the targets. Yeah, and he went five for seventy-eight 
this past game. So yeah, it's good to see. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll get a little bit into the Jags thing a little more a little later. Um, Christian Kirk, obviously, or is that the same? I'm assuming that's Kirk. Christian Kirk uh, is supposed to miss some time. And at this point, um, I guess what do you do with that? Because, to be honest, he probably wasn't a good amount of people's flex spot. Probably wasn't Joao Tier with 2B. He probably wasn't a good amount of people's flex spots throughout the weeks. Well, I can speak for me. I'm an owner, and he wasn't my flex a good, a couple, week, a good couple weeks this season. Yeah, it says supposed to miss eight weeks. I mean, luckily so he's you done. Have, I mean, you yeah. might have someone that is like replaceable for Christian Kirk, but he's been about as consistent as they come. So, are you dropping there? him? Yeah, he's done. Eight I mean, weeks. Oh, he's done. I didn't see that. He's done. Yeah, it's yeah. eight weeks for the injury, which is insane. Oh, he's I don't done know why they said that. He should just say out for the season. <laughs> well, technically, he can make the playoff. True. It's the same thing. Out for the season. How do you guys feel about? I don't know if you guys actually watched the game, but that guy uh, Parker Washington. What's up with him? He was six for sixty-one in a touchdown. No, he was going off. I was watching the game. Like I was like, who is Washington? I mean, I know who he is, but like, because I watched him in college a, a decent amount. But I was just like, what? No, I was just yeah, like, like, what is going on? I mean. He really might be jumping right into Kirk's role. But at this point, would you rather pick him up or would you rather pick up Zay Jones? Oh, yeah, definitely Zay Jones. I, I think, I think. call me crazy, I want Washington because he probably has more of a connection with Beathard because they probably have practiced together more. But assume, yeah. I guess assume that Lawrence is only out one week. Then the rest of the season, I would rather have Zay Jones because we're trying to hate, come back. Zay Jones could be a wide receiver. I hate receiver. say this, but... Uh, yeah. The Jags haven't locked up their division. No. They, the Colts got, and the Texans. They've good. got the Colts and Texans breathing down their neck. All they got to do is mess around and lose a game to one of them. So I don't think Lawrence will be out more than one game, especially if he can actually play. Hopefully. I don't know. He needs to pull that Mahomes, <laughs> like what Mahomes did last year. I don't know what he needs to do. But I, think the guy messed that, up. I think well, the guy that – Probably takes the biggest downgrade, and this might sound crazy. Because a lot of the time, backup quarterbacks throw the tight end. I think Evan Ingram, because Evan Ingram, I feel like got more targets with Trevor Lawrence than I think I've seen a lot of. Like before, I guess Trevor Lawrence was the starter, and when Evan Ingram was in New York, I feel like he got he's got a lot more targets with Trevor Lawrence than he does anybody else. It's because somebody actually realized Evan Ingram is good at football. It's not that hard. Throwing the damn ball. But I agree. I mean, realistically, like, this is the best Evan Ingram has looked in his entire career. Like, the the back half of last year slash going into this year with uh, Trevor Lawrence. So, it's definitely a little concerning. But, you know, um, truth is, you know, you got to start Ingram every week. He's one of the shoot tight ends. It can get you double digits. So, you got to start him. It's the sad yeah. part about it. Um, but then the final piece <laughs> – you Which, think they lean on the run? Sorry. Hmm? One more thing. Are you good? Do you think they lean on the run more? Like, do you think ETN will see more volume, or do you think they'll just continue to run their offense as as planned? I have no clue. I mean, it's not like when Bethel came in, they were scared to throw it. Yeah. Not like, I mean. It'll probably depend on game script. I mean, I guess you can say that any given week. I know in this game, they were like on a game-winning drive or something when – 
I mean, but the thing is, it. even with Lawrence, the Jags have been pretty balanced all year anyway. It's not like they've been a pass-heavy team or a that's running true. team. Like, it's not like they've just depended yeah. on one of the others. So, I guess that's why it's not as scary for me, um, personally. And Beathard's probably more the one or better capable backups you can get on your roster. Um, yeah. Heading into the final piece of news that we all have been waiting on, Mr. Justin Jefferson will make his return. For those of y'all who have waited, like I said, I stand by my comment. You possibly can be getting a league winner back um, if you made it to the playoffs without Justin Jefferson. Um, Yeah, I guess I'm not a Jefferson owner. I don't know if anyone in here is. I'm not. Um, yeah, I didn't have the luxury of having number one pick. So. When it mattered if I had the number one pick, I wouldn't have taken them. But anyway. Quick question. How do you guys feel about Josh Dobbs going forward? I don't know if we did we talk I mean, about he, this last last uh, episode. He, he has shortly. Around him I can tell you that he has every weapon around him to be an elite quarterback. Right? That's what I'm saying. Like He's been good this season. Like outside of last week, I know that was a terrible week he gave you, but like honestly, if if I was really in QB trouble, I would pick him up, put him on my bench this week, just to see what he does and see if he bounces back. Especially the week said. before the playoffs, get you a trial. Yeah. And he still has that rushing upside, so I don't know. I would pay attention to him. I think Addison is automatically out of your lineup now. Yeah, he'll probably go back to being touchdown dependent, but I guess it was good that he did have some time to kind of develop while Jefferson was out. Yeah, so if you're in a pinch, I mean, of course, he's probably still a flex play. But, yeah, he's definitely downgraded. We're all good. That wraps up our news and injury reports, and we're going to head into our starts of the week. Um, Yeah. I, well, I'll go first. See if y'all usually I don't go first. Um, But my start of the week, uh, I feel like I kind of haven't given him enough love this year, so kind of wanted to shift it a little bit. But mine is Mr. Brandon Ayuk, your wide receiver 13 on the year. Um, has a great matchup this week. Um, Against – why is my damn thing tweaking? Sorry, there we go. Uh, Against Seattle. Uh, he just played Seattle two weeks ago um, at Seattle. Uh, I know he only had four targets for two catches, but he did finish with 12 points. Um, Now we're looking at five straight weeks of double-digit points, and I get the targets may not always be super consistent, but the touchdowns have been. He scored four straight weeks. It's been super impressive. Um, He went on a three-week, three four-week stretch, man. We averaged 22 yards per catch, 18.3, 31, 25. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's a great matchup. They're back at home. Even though I can't deny he's not getting the targets, man, it's like, bro, he always converts to targets. That's the one thing I can't say if you look at his stats. I mean, he makes the most out of every single target he gets pretty much. So, I don't know. I just Seattle's actually got off of which you would have thought they would be really good because they drafted Devon Witherspoon top five. Tariq Willen was one of the best corners as a rookie in football, um, leading the league in picks last year. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Seattle seems to struggle. Even if you go back to last year, Seattle still seems to struggle against IU. I just like the matchup a lot, but. Don't expect a lot of volume, I'm going to be honest. But I still think it's a great start of the week. Yeah, I mean, it helps Purdy's looked amazing. And he's, I would say, he normally, Ayuk, doesn't take a downgrade when everybody's playing. Like when Debo and Kittle, like normally when all three of them are playing, it's normally Kittle who takes the downgrade. So the, the good thing is, regardless of whether everybody's healthy or everybody's not, Ayuk's always a good play. And like you said, I think that you say he's wide receiver 13 right now. Yeah, he is wide receiver 13. Yeah. I mean, that just shows you he should be a plug in your lineup and play 
every week. It's, it's hard not to start a guy who's had five straight weeks of double digits. I was about to say, like he scored 10, like 13 plus. He's on a four game touchdown streak. Like, let's try to keep, let's just keep it going. Brock Purdy's on fire. So, McCaffrey Jr. And when you look exactly. at him, they target Ayuk a lot in the red zone, especially when they get yeah. towards the goal line, bro. I think that's one of the perks of him being on this type of offense. Like you said, he may lose the volume, but he's so good. And the fact that, I mean, you can just give the ball to McCaffrey and Kittle and, and then Debo Samuel and you can get in the end zone. Because you can't double it. He, he has a one-on-one. Yeah, it's wraps. Yeah. Um, as simple as that. I don't want to make it hard. But, man, he has a great matchup. I mean, if you don't want to start him, do the volume. Don't start him. But I don't know what more he can do for you to want to start him, to put it that way. Feel free. Whichever one of you fellows would like to take it on. I'll go because can't believe this guy is this good this year. But uh, mine's Dak Prescott uh, playing against <laughs> Philly, who last time he played them was QB2. Last week, Brock Purdy played them, and I want to say he was also QB2. I think he was behind. I don't remember who he was behind, but last week, Brock Purdy was QB2, uh, who threw four passing touchdowns, 314. Um, yeah, I mean, Dak right now in the season, I know this might be an obvious start of the week, but he's QB3 over his last, since the bye week, QB3, QB2, QB1, QB17, QB3, QB3. Um, he's on an insane run right now. And, uh, I mean, his, if you look at his, I guess, the way that I – almost look at it sometimes if you look at the betting odds his touchdowns right now are like Mahomes used to be it's two and a half over under (laughs) so like and 301 and a half is passing yards Um, yeah it's kind of crazy oh my god it's kind of crazy that the they get Kellen Moore out of there and then they start running like almost the air raid out here chucking this thing down the field every time and you cannot run against Philadelphia really well so I expect mm-hmm. another game of Dak throwing the ball. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because you when you think of Eagles defense, even if you look at their DBs with uh Slay and, and Bradbury, like you would think it would be a tough matchup, but they're really one of the best matchups in the league right now when it comes to just passing the ball on them. And honestly, Dak's been like the best quarterback in the league for like the last like month. Um, so yeah. Like you said, it could be an obvious start, but at this point, I mean, I think he's the true star of the week. Like, he's honestly becoming one of the fantasy MVPs at at this point. So, yeah, I think it'll be a big high-scoring game, and he'll probably get 30 points again like he's like he's been the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, and, like, Dilly's sure, like, you know, everybody's looking at it. You know, obviously, most people's thing is to go look back if they've already played previous this season against the team. Um. I mean, what more do you want? I mean, he finished the QB2 last time, uh, had 28 points last time. The QB3 back-to-back. Bro, what? One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> yes. Five out of the last six weeks, he's been the QB3 or better. He's like, literally been the GOAT since week six. Man. And that kind of goes back to B-Wood's point. You would think, like, thinking of the Eagles defense, they wouldn't be, like, worse in the league against quarterback. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for one. I highly doubt each team puts up less than 20 to 25. So I don't see anything changing about how Dak's playing. And the Eagles just don't look 
I don't know how to say this. I'm saying this nicely. The Eagles do not look like that good to be 10 and 2. That would that's been my personal opinion all season. If you watch them, they have not looked like that good to seem like they're 10 and 2, yeah. to be honest. Ugly me. wins. Um <clears throat> but yeah, so um I'll let us start. I mean, he, if this is not a shootout, I'm gonna be highly shocked. I highly doubt this is gonna be a defensive game. Um, but it, it is and it's at home. So at least you get the benefit of the doubt. There's no weather circumstances going to be involved because playing in Philly could be a lot different than playing in Dallas. Yeah. Cool. Cool. But I'm again to my guy, Michael Pittman, and this could probably be an obvious start as well. But, man, I just kind of wanted to shine some light on this guy. Because um, I feel like even at this point, he still doesn't have the largest amount of, like, name value or, or just hype around him. But he's had a really good year so far. Um, he has a good matchup this week against Cincinnati. And right now, I mean, he's top three in the league when it comes to target. He's act- he's actually tied for second in the league in targets for wide receivers. He's tied with Tyreek Hill. Um, and then we just look at the last three weeks, 12 targets, 13 targets, 16 targets. Um, uh, he gave you the la- the best game of the season this past week against Tennessee. Um, and then, like I said, he has another great matchup against Cincinnati. I mean, this is you're not going to get this much volume from from very many other wide receivers at this point. And if you've been on like the fringe of starting him every given week, um, I feel like he's just a lock in your lineup going forward. So yeah, I like him. He's been a target machine. It's wild. Like he's clearly Gardner Minshew's favorite target. It's it's insane how obvious it is, and he still just forces the ball to him. And what is he on the season right now? He is wide receiver 12. So wide receiver 13, IU, wide receiver 12, Pittman. This is what you drafted Pittman to be last year. Yeah. Even then, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Who the hell gets eight plus games of 11 targets? Like, you could take out the other five games and he still has 90 targets. That is absurd. Like, I don't know how he got to this point, but like Tilly said, it's the Michael Pittman we were expecting last year. Cincinnati can't guard anyone, so he's a great start. But it's not just like he's getting force-fed. Like, you know how Hopkins used to get force-fed, but, like, the dude was kind of still near him? Like, Pittman's really getting open. There's not really, like, anybody near him when he's catching the ball. It's not like he's just, like – He's a technician. In a good way, like a Cooper Cup force. Like, keep forcing him. Just keep going it. He's gonna be interested in drafts next year. I mean, because he, he he like when we when we go into drafts next year, fantasy drafts, like but do you have to be set an interesting discussion? Richardson being the starter. I know. I mean, he but, was still getting good targets for Richardson. I'm about to say the first I mean, three like, weeks. Yeah. I think I this know. is just the year where he's proved himself as an alpha dog. Like next yeah. year, like is gonna be clear as him. I mean, Alec Pierce will still be there, but I assume Josh Downs will take another jump. Um, I don't know. I just like the whole and where they're going with the offense. I mean, you got one of the best young running backs in the league, one of the best young receivers, possibly one of the best young quarterbacks. We'll see if that's to be determined. Um, but yeah, I just don't see him getting less than eight or nine targets again. I just I just don't see how he doesn't get less than eight or nine targets. Um, Which is insane. Yeah, and they're on the road, so they definitely gonna need to give him the ball. Three two straight games of hundred yards. Yeah. I mean, I can see a third one incoming, to be honest with <laughs> you. Yeah. So by our starts of the week for you guys, we're going to head into our assists of the week. Bro, y'all just love disrespecting my man. <laughs> yeah, mine is Gus Edwards. 
um, I think we talked about him a little bit, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago. Um, but it seems like Key and Mitchell is is increasing in snap percentage over the last few weeks. Um, it's a tough matchup. I know they're coming out of their bye, which makes me think they're going to lean on Keaton Mitchell a little bit more. Um, but coming out of their bye, playing against the Rams, who actually look pretty decent these last couple weeks on a defensive end against running backs. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what type of volume to expect. I'm projecting around nine carries maybe. Um, right now his rushing yard line is at 36 and a half, which looks about accurate. I don't even know if I'll take the over or under on that. Um, and I thought you're just really praying for the touchdown. Um, so, I mean, he's definitely capable of that. When you look at, you know, what he's done, especially in the second half of the season, but I don't know. It's kind of tough to, to really lean on that at this time of the year. But I mean, if you would have done it the last five weeks before last week, um, it would have worked out for you. So boomer bus, but I will probably sit him just because it's a tough matchup against running backs. You said someone asked me yesterday about starting him and you said what I told them. I said, if you don't get a touchdown, you're going to be really upset because that's honestly what I think he is going to be. I mean, I guess rest season because they're probably yeah. like you said, going to get Keaton Mitchell more involved. Yeah, it's just the fact that you're not getting that rushing yards upside along with it. Like, if he was giving you 70 rushing yards, and you could be like, okay, fine. But if he's getting you, like, 34 and a half, like I said, then it's like, eh, he might kill you. Where's the Ravens guy? Yeah, yeah coming from the Ravens fan, I'm just going to say, I mean, it's as simple as Tilly said and Brandon said. Keaton Mitchell's getting more involved. I'm not saying Gus is getting less involved. It's just Keaton Mitchell is getting more involved, and and Gus Edwards play the same position, so somebody got to go down on the pecking order. I don't know. It's just you watch the game. I mean, I'm not gonna say Keaton is better than Gus because I don't believe that. I just believe Keaton provides a different skill set or different package, um, which gives us a better chance at big plays, and he's actually gonna get passing work. But you, like you said, I mean, it's the obvious truth we said about Gus all season. He's great when he gets you a touchdown. If he doesn't. I'm not going to say he lost you the week, but he damn sure didn't help you win. I can tell you that. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I couldn't start Gus with confidence the rest of the season, even in a good matchup. Um, And there's nothing, you know, nothing against Gus. It's just Keaton Mitchell has been so damn good. You can't help but get the kid the ball. And Gus is still super good. I mean, I think Gus will be more of our playoff guy when we really need him. But right now, like rest of the regular season, nah, I just don't see starting Gus is worth it. I would keep Gus. I mean, obviously, because you never know what can happen. I wouldn't drop him. But without the touchdown, you're pretty much just going to be disappointed the whole time. Uh, I'll go next if you want me to. Um, I'll get in the mind, which is so I say I'll talk about Calvin Ridley a little more. Calvin Ridley is my sit of the week. I just don't. I don't know what to do with Calvin Ridley because next year this is another guy. Like, he's not going anywhere. He's still got a contract. Um, The Jags, I mean, he's going to be very involved, but I still like Kirk more for me. I mean, he's going to Cleveland. I'm assuming Denzel Ward will be back this week. Uh, he's coming off a week where he was the wide receiver 46. I mean, I get Trevor Lawrence got hurt, but that was at the end of the game. I mean, to be honest, he did have two good weeks before then, you know, 19.4 and 27. But you're going to Cleveland, who's top five against receiver, and you're on the road, and you're playing with the backup. Nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, even if he gets eight targets, I just don't see how he produces those eight targets to anything that's going to contribute to your team. 
Yeah. Is he the is he one of the biggest busts of the fantasy season? Well, I think he was one of the biggest busts in terms of how hyped up he was. More so than like where you took him, I probably could pick a couple guys that have been bad too. But it's just mm-hmm. the hype. We thought he would be like the number one, like kind of blow Christian Kirk and everybody out the water. And the hilarious part is that he's a wide receiver 24, but it's the most inconsistent wide receiver 24 I think I've seen in a while. Like, Jesus. He's I mean, the definition of I lost you weeks. <laughs> he, he either, like, you're looking at the numbers. He had like one or two weeks where it was like, okay, he didn't win or lose me the week, but he, he helped me out. But other than that, yeah. he either won or lost you the week. There was no in between. <laughs> Um, I thought the only silver lining is that Kirk is injured, like we said earlier earlier in the episode. But like you said, he'll probably get eight targets. It'll probably look exactly like the stat line from this past week. Eight targets, probably catch four of them and no downfield targets. So we're all good. If you want to go ahead and get New York, still? Yeah, uh, mine is two guys. Unfortunately, it's the Texans running backs. Mm. Um, both Devin Singletary. And Damian Pierce, who earlier I told you you shouldn't be rostering, which I honestly still stand by that. But, yeah, Singletary last week only played 46% of snaps, eight carries, 36 yards against a really good matchup on uh, against the Broncos. And last week, Pierce played uh, 38% of snaps, 15 carries for 40 yards. He scored touchdowns. So that saved his day, but... Both of these guys played under 45% of snaps. Um, it's just, it's a committee backfield, and it's going to be tough to pick the right guy every week. I hate this. I don't waste an injury upon anyone. But all I'll say is it was a lot better when it was just Devin Singletary in that backfield. This is a great you matchup. Hear, you want to hear something wild? What? If you listen to footballers, Andy is starting Devin Singletary and Damian Pearson a week. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great matchup. One of them probably will score. It's just you don't know who it will be. Yeah, I don't really get it, man. I mean, because we talk about Ridley. Pierce right up there the biggest bust, too. No, yeah, he was bad. Like, damn, like, no, bro, because I literally had Ridley. I mean, Pierce going into the season, like, or I knew Singletary would be a thing. But I thought it would be at best 60-40, it would still be Pierce. But Pierce just does not look the same, man. Like, yeah. Nothing's really ch- – if anything, the offense got way better. You would have thought it would open up more holes for him. But I don't know. I, I just don't quite get it with Pierce. It's been awkward. Like, honestly, I went Tilly. I mean, I guess you can keep him for, like – I'm not going to say he's a handcuff, but for, I guess, a similar reason to that if you want to keep him. But you're kind of just wasting the roster spot at this point, to be honest, if you're holding Damian Pierce, hoping for something to happen. Um, Yeah, and that's coming from somebody who refused to drop him, which is me. Now I do refuse to drop Damian Pierce. <laughs> But yes, that wraps up our sits of the week for you guys. Um, we're going to go ahead and head into our prices right or wrong questions of the week. You can go ahead. I guess I can start off with mine. Mine is the most boring, I guess, out of all of the players involved. <laughs> um, so I'll go ahead with mine first. But my question is: Will Mister Rasheed Rice, wide receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, sorry. Will he? Will he? <laughs> Jesus! Will he eclipse double-digit points for the third straight week? Yeah, 20.7 last week, 10.4, 19 targets in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight catches in back-to-back weeks. I think um, Price is right. Dude, 
eight catches in the last two weeks. Um, game against Buffalo, not the easiest matchup at all. But I would figure that it. I don't know actually. I guess it'll be more of an offensive game. Yeah, I can't really. You, say you would think that, but every time I watch Kansas City, man, it seems like they're in some type of dog fight where. You know, they score about 20 points. I mean, like I haven't seen like a 35-30 Kansas City game in a minute. Yeah. Like even I think they played the Eagles like a week ago or so. And um, I thought that was going to be a shootout, but that wasn't either. Um, but I, I'll go with that. I mean, I like the targets. I like the like the production. And I think he's just established himself in this offense. So I, I predict like six-plus catches, and just hopefully he can give you 10 points with that. I think it's right because – if you look at Mahomes' numbers, he hasn't been the Patrick Mahomes that he's been the past couple of years. And I think it's only a matter of time till he gets that 350, 400-yard game. And if that happens and Rishi Rice is doing this with, you know, I don't know how many yards Mahomes threw for last week, but I know that he hasn't been what he has in the past. Let me see real quick. I mean, he threw for 210, 298, 177. I mean, if Rishi Rice is doing that with, I guess in my for my homes, that's not a lot a lot of yards. If he's doing that with his little yards, then imagine what he's gonna do if he throws for three fifty. Yeah. Or just even over three hundred. Yeah, the price is right for me. I mean, um obviously I'm kinda more so closer to where Brandon is with it. Like it's not gonna be like glaringly over ten. It's probably gonna be like ten point seven or like twelve point four. But I do see it. The price is right for me still. I still think I do think um, this is. I think maybe we kind of get one of those older games we kind of waiting on, like where even if it's not thirty to thirty five, it might be twenty eight, twenty four, and still be a lot higher scoring than normal. Um, so yeah, I like Rasheed Rice this week. I go mine. Uh, Justin Jefferson will be a top twelve wide receiver in his first week back. Price is right. I'm not gonna bet against Jefferson here. Um. Yeah, go prices right. Only thing the price is right because he's Justin Jefferson. I have no other reason to give you the prices right. I don't have any facts behind that. Like, um, because how many times Addison even finished on to get Justin Jefferson and not Jordan Addison? But like, how many times the number one receiver why Justin Jefferson has been gone finished the top twelve guy? You want me to tell you? Does Hawkinson count? No. <laughs> Addison finished wide receiver one week seven, but yeah, that's all. Uh, and then week week eight, he was wide receiver 13, but. The price is wrong for me. I guess I'll be the one to say it. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't maybe I'm wrong because of it. it's just Las Vegas. I mean, they're, they're decent. They're number 13 against you. Like sort of closer to top 10 and bottom 10. Um. I don't know, man. It's Justin Jefferson, so I could just be looking stupid in about the first three plays. I don't know. But his um oh, go ahead. No, you good. I was gonna say his receiving lines are sixty six and a half on sleeper. My thing is if he doesn't score a touchdown, let's say he hits his projection, it's not getting you top twelve. Yeah. That's just my thing. Like he has to essentially score or he has to go off like for a hundred yards. How many targets are you expecting? Eight to ten. Yeah, so I'm probably somewhere right around. That's probably a good number. Probably his, like. his his four games before he got hurt, 12, 13, 13, 9. But I know that was with Kirk, though. So, I don't know. 
And I mean, Addison has carved himself out a real damn role up until this point now. So yeah. I don't know. I think it'll be very close, but nah, I don't have top 12. The price would be wrong for me. Yeah. All right. I'll get into my. I've been very disappointed in this man um, for the last month. But Austin Eckler. Will price right or wrong? Austin Eckler will score ten plus fantasy points in half point PPR. His last three weeks, six point nine and three point seven. Last three weeks. Who did they play again? A really good matchup, uh, Denver. Yeah, you say you say it's a good matchup. I know. I'm kidding. I've seen this before. Uh, I think it's right. I know it's right. I don't think. I know it's right. I'm not saying it's a bounce back week like he's going to give you the 20 point like he does, but I am almost positive <laughs> that he will give you at least 12 or 13. Almost guaranteed I'm positive of that. But the truth is, when you watch him this year, price is wrong. I will say, did you see what they said? <laughs> they hinted at potentially using Josh Kelly more. I did see that. He what was that, that about? He said that. Brandon Staley is frustrated with the lack of production in the running game, and that competition for carries is going to be something you can see happening. Oh, GG's. GG's in the chat. So he thinks Austin Eckler is the problem with the run game? They're not going to resign That's, Austin Eckler. He hasn't I, been efficient. I bet you that. I mean, I've seen a few clips where people is like really pointing out his speed. How it's, I think he did suffer a ankle, high ankle sprain or something like that at the beginning of the season. I think that's actually affected him throughout the season because he has not he had a few good games, but I don't know. He's falling off a little bit. Not even against when you playing. Who's he playing? Us, the Raven. He had one run where he broke around the corner, and I'm like, okay. Not saying he's he's supposed to score, but he usually like gets way further than what he did. And I'm like, why are you moving so slow? Yeah. You guys like Austin Eckler or Rasheed Rice? I still like Eckler. <laughs> yeah, I'm not giving up on Eckler. Yeah, I'm not giving up. Uh, like he's in my lineup right now, but. I'm not expecting a 20-point game. He's Who's the biggest bust of the first round? Is it him or is it Bijan? You can't say Bijan's a bust. I mean, Bijan's top five, right, or top seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, no way he could be considered a bust. I mean, so probably Austin Eckler or Cooper Cup. If you still took him in the first round, you know he was injured, for those who did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody's been a bigger bust. Hi, Nick, Nick Chubb. <laughs> Hell, he got hurt. What's wrong with you? Sorry. What's wrong with I, you? I had to say. And in, some leagues, and in some leagues, he really was a number two pick. Uh. Ecker was a certified top five. Oh, well, people were arguing whether Ecker should be taken around over McCaffrey. Jeez. Crazy. Ecker is running back 28. What a time to be alive, gentlemen. Saquon's running back 23. Anyway, yeah. 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 <laughs> that wraps up our Rises Right or Wrong questions of the week. Um, we're going to go ahead and head into our in and out segment. Um, I will let you guys. I'll go first. I'm sorry. I apologize that Brandon's. I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> All right. We have two very different. I mean, very different in the sense of one's the guy that started two games and the other guy started the whole season. Uh, this is more so, I guess. Are we in or out on him moving forward, not only this year, but next year in fantasy and so on? Uh, your QB7 on the year, Mr. Brock Purdy. Um, 
his finishes this year 10, 24, 13, 11, 7, 25, 16, 11, 6, 2, 23, and 2. Are we in or out? I mean, man, especially, um, well, to answer for both of your questions, I mean, because the rest of the season, he has a juicy, juicy schedule. Yeah. Um, and then going forward, like even looking at next year, I mean, he really proved himself this year. QB seven. I think he's going to like when you have that type of offense, I, it's kind of like how we view like Kirk Cousins in the past, where it's just like. Maybe like athletically, he, he's nothing special, but when you have those type of weapons and you're just poised and you don't make too many mistakes, I mean, you can give a consistent 20 points every game. He's someone I would like to have on my team if I want to wait for quarterbacks and just go late quarterback. I'd be fine with Brock Purdy. Yeah, I mean, I love Is he Kirk Cousins of next year. Yeah, he's definitely Kirk Cousins. Like he'll probably be top ten again next year. The problem is, it just feels like he's probably like very comparable to Kirk, but they never want to throw the ball forty-two times. Yeah, that's the volume. Like, that's is the problem is like you have to hope he just continues to be efficient. Yeah. I agree if, with that. If he's not efficient, you're screwed. But the truth is, he's been efficient consistently, so I'm just going to anticipate he's going to continue to be consistent. Yeah. Um, so I'm in on him, uh, especially going to next year. He very well could be next year's Kirk. Um, I don't really see too many guys in that category right now. For me, that would be like next year's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that I can really think of. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm in, though. I mean, you can't deny the efficiency, and it's like the kid doesn't make a lot of mistakes. So even if he doesn't, like, give you 25, it's not like he's ever going to kill you by losing you the game from interceptions for the most part or turnovers. I, I, I found my two other Kirks. They are Sam Howell and Jordan Love. Sam Howell could be a problem <laughs> in fantasy. Yeah. If, if he if – he, uh didn't have to scramble out of the pocket every single time he was going to throw the ball. Um, would you guys be concerned if they draft a late quarterback? Ooh. Ooh. The Washington? The, 40, the, the 49ers. No. No. I think they're locked in. Especially because they're, they're winning games. Like, it's not like they're... Unless something happens, this is a pretty team for the next five years at least. Unless something happens out of nowhere. Um, every single player they have is relatively young. Like Ayuk's not thirty, Debo's not thirty, Kittle's not thirty, McCaffrey. I don't think is thirty yet. Um, see, well, you can go ahead and get New York. This is nasty. <laughs> yeah, you call it nasty unless uh, unless this guy gets hot. But my boy Jake Browning, and I know it sounds nasty. He has a nasty last name, but he was QB four last week. Against Jackson, I cannot what? believe you put this on the dock. What you mean? What <laughs> you mean? Just, just continue. Jake Browning, QB four last week, thirty-seven for thirty-two. Come on, man, three hundred fifty-four passing yards and a touchdown. Also, had a rushing touchdown. Is he someone you're willing? Look me in my eyes and tell me that you're willing to start Jake Browning with your fantasy to pick playoffs up. on the line. <laughs> Saying, what you mean? All right. So he comes out there. I like the volume. I mean, 26 uh, against Pittsburgh, 37 attempts this past week. He's thrown over 225 in both games. He threw over 350 this past game. I mean, he has Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, 
Would you at least just pick him up, put him on your bench? Are you in or out on that? Who are his matchups? All right, this next matchup is not good. He plays Indianapolis. I mean, they're they're a bad matchup against quarterbacks, but who knows? I mean, it's still just in Indianapolis. Not trying to downplay him, but like, uh, y'all are funny. And then after that, he plays Minnesota, who's a great matchup. And then he plays Pittsburgh, who it was a good matchup. It's <laughs> sketchy, yeah. So I'm just say, saying. I will say, his senior year at Washington, he threw for three thousand one hundred nineteen yards, sixteen touchdowns. I'm telling you, man, if for anybody who watched that game on Monday, was it Monday? He looked good. 37 for 30, 32 for 37. That's insane accuracy. But anyway, so are you in or out? As as a waiver, as a pickup, just as a pickup. I'm not saying you have to start. Oh, if I'm just pick, like picking them up, I mean, I'm in. I care. I'm in. Like if I have a roster spot to throw out there, you know what I mean. I'll, I'll drop my bum, my bum. If you're the six. Trevor Lawrence owner and you don't have any other quarterbacks, would you start him this week? Exactly. Good question. There you go, Tilly. There you go. Like, oh. would you start him or Garner Minshew in this matchup? Minshew. Give me Browning. I'm asking Minshew. for. A, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> Cincinnati sucks against the passing game. I know that's the issue. Minshew. Where's Minshew? Let me let me look at his stats. Let me look at his stats. It is a better uh, matchup for Minshew. Honestly. If you're just talking look, about weight wires, I'm talking about starting. Low key, low key, if you're the Jamar Chase owner, I would con- just consider throwing him on your bench for the stack. Stack it? <laughs> the Jake Browning stack. Bro, I Jamar like, had like eight catches the first drive. It was insane. Like bro. That's what I'm saying. And literally, Joe, me and you doubted. We doubted Jamar Chase for a little bit when we were, I mean, we didn't doubt him, but we were on the fence of like, I think we were cooking up a parlay and Bo. The connection was there. If anything, I think he's comparable to a Josh Dobbs. I'll leave it. I'll leave it at that. Yes. But yeah, I'm in. Like I said, I'm in. I'll get in tomorrow. You nasty boys. What? Are we in or out on AJ Dillon? I'm out. That's disgusting. I don't care. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, go look at that bald head picture. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, look at that. Like a lumberjack. I know it's not been great, but he has been an RB2 three consecutive weeks. He had a decent game last week against uh, Kansas City, just efficiency-wise and and volume. Um, But they also played one of the best offensive games they've played all season. Oh, who's to say it can't continue? And he has a good matchup against the Giants. And they have they have easier matchups going forward. Yeah, you're right. Lafleur is undefeated in December. I'm in this week. I, I'll roll him out there. Is he injured? I saw a Q next one. He's a they growing picked, injury. They picked up another running. They added, I think it's Kenyon Drake to their practice squad. Wow. I'm in this week. I think he give you he give Rasheed Rice numbers. You starting him or Rasheed Rice this week? AJ Dillon. Yeah, I, I'm fine. With, I think AJ Dillon get like, two the points. Giants, I am okay with starting AJ Dillon. Yeah, now, rest, rest of the season, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to depend on him playing Tampa Bay the first week in the playoffs mm-hmm, and playing mm-hmm, Minnesota mm-hmm. in the finals. Like, no sir. But I can't say I'm in on him for now before playoffs start. 
Yeah, about saying if Aaron Jones still out come week sixteen, I'll roll him out against uh, Carolina if I had to. What I say, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm in, but only for this week. I'm about to say I'm one foot in and one foot out. Yeah, literally. So I'm just that's, not the, that's not the question. <laughs> I'm in for now. Like I, I wouldn't drop him for sure. Yes, yeah, so I if I have to pick one, I'm leaning more in. So I'm saying I'm in. I'm out. I got. I start him over Gus last year. Unfortunately. Just out. I can't get behind him. Well, I ain't mad at you. Anytime well, touchdown. Okay, here y'all go. <laughs> um, and now we're gonna wrap it up with our lock bets of the week. Um, who wants to go first, gentlemen? I can because someone might hate it. I don't know. I just think they're the best team in their division, unfortunately. But uh mine's the Atlanta Falcons minus two. In a divisional game against the Bucks, um, I just think the Falcons are a better team, and I know that they're not great, but they just—they've proved that they're the best team in the division, in my opinion. Um, so I don't really see why they don't win by a field goal. And yeah, I mean that's honestly that's just in my my opinion they're just a better team here. And they have a chance to win the division, which is they. I think they were the last betting odds to win the division. Um, I mean, also significantly better at home. Yeah, um, four yeah. and two at home this year. Wow! And they played before. I think the Falcons won by a field goal. The they first did win by a field goal. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. These lines are n- not really pretty this week, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Not. I was looking at them trying to find it, and it was this was the best one I could find. Yeah, the matchups have been are pretty even this, this week as well. Like except for the Dolphins, four. who are what well, nine yeah. and a half point favorites. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I'm good with that. Like I I like you said, especially that fact that Joe put out there uh, about their home home game record. So yeah, I like it. Um, yeah, I'll go into mine. Mine is another division uh, division game, Detroit versus the Bears. I'll take Detroit minus three. Um, I did. It, it was good to see that the Bears looked pretty decent uh, last week. It was an ugly game, but they they were able to beat Minnesota. Um, but I just feel like at this point in the season, um, Detroit, they're really going to try to just handle this division and just get out of here with the win. Um. One thing about Chicago, they're not the best against the run. And, you know, I feel like Detroit's been one of the best rushing teams in the league. I feel like they'll control the game in that aspect. And they have a pretty good defense as well. And Justin Fields is always liable to make mistakes, especially with that pressure on them. Um, so I just think they'll handle the game, come out with the win. And I like the number at minus three. So even if it is a close game, I think Detroit will come out uh, winning by at least a field goal. So, yeah, yeah. go Detroit. It's an away game, though. You just hope they don't give you the Packers performance. Exactly. Exactly. Um, um, but it should be a bounce back. You said it's three? Because yeah. I'm mm-hmm. seeing three and a half right now. Oh, did it just go up? I mean, you're Regardless. not. I, I would have took the Lions for sure at three. That was my pick. But when I saw yeah. three and a half, I was like, y'all can keep the hook. I'm not taking the hook. Oh, okay. I see. 
This is minus three on ESPN. Maybe I didn't look on FanDuel. I mean, yeah, I mean, on Bleacher Report, it's three and a half. Yeah. I mean, if it's three and a half, I don't like it. If Tease it's it three, three, I like it. I'm not going to lie. three and a half, tease it to three. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Just take the extra juice and tease it down to three. But I like to pick overall. I just don't see the Lions losing. Um, the Lions are really about to have ten wins. Like, it's been a long time coming. Like, <laughs> when is the last time the Lions had ten wins? They're dominant, man. This is a good team. Safe to yeah. say Dan Campbell was the right man for the job. I was going to say, they're hard to not, obviously, I'm not saying like it's like your team, but they're hard to not like just because of like everybody they have. Like, there's nobody that you're like, you know, there are guys in the NFL that people like despise because they're like so good. Or they're like, a lot of yeah. people despise Tom Brady. Like, they're not an like, OP I feel like everybody, everybody's likable on their teams. Yeah. Montgomery. Just a grinded out running back. Jared Goff got traded because they wanted Matthew Stafford. Yeah. I mean Monra, fifth round. Monra, yeah. Yeah. They're not like the Eagles where it's just like, oh, they're just stacked. Like they're, yeah. they're kind of like a little underdog good team. Um Well, I thought about my lot, I thought about going with a player prop, but you know what? Give me the Chiefs one and a half at home against the Bills. Um, okay. honestly, I'm believing on nothing. On I'm betting on nothing but vibes. Number fifteen. <laughs> like I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I just, if you're gonna give me the Chiefs at home with less than a field goal to win, I'll take my chances. Um, there's not a lot of games where that's gonna go like. It's not what happened last week at Green Bay is not gonna consistently happen. I hope everybody knows that. <laughs> like, let me just make that clear. If you're like I said, they're at home. Everybody knows how them and the Bills uh, match up. You know, it's always been exciting games. I don't know if it's going to be that type of high-scoring game, but I don't know. Give me the Chiefs, man. The defense is a lot better this year. The Bills has not looked 100% great at all whatsoever. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just like the Chiefs at home, man. I just don't see how they don't really. I mean, at home, same with them at home. Um, therefore, it's kind of the same 4-2 and two at home, 4-2 and two on the road. Um, but the, the good thing is Buffalo is 1-4 and four on the road. So, you know, if Buffalo loses, they're going to be 6-7. and seven. Under 500 for the first time in how many years? Because I mean, Josh, Josh, I've been there probably. <laughs> but yeah, that's tough. And apparently, I mean, a lot of games, Bills have had a lot of close games. And I feel like those are the games where I know Josh Allen's had a lot of heat this, this year, but he, he's come short in a lot of these close games. So, you know, hopefully, Chiefs defense continues to play great and. Kansas City will come out with a win. Yeah. Well, that is it today for you guys, man, for the Week 14 preview. We appreciate y'all sticking around as always. Y'all can follow us on social media at Podcast EGS on Instagram and Twitter. The link in our bio will give you access to all episodes, older and newer. Uh, we appreciate all support as always, likes, comments, anything, you know, helps. Uh, we hope we hope you guys get into those playoffs. Make sure you set up your lineups. It's the final week before playoffs, people. Set the lineups up, please. Even if you're in 10th place and you're playing a third place guy, set your damn lineup. You don't know how you can affect everything. But other than that, love y'all. Hope y'all get some dubs this week.